Hi, it's Chris Watkin here, and I'm joined by Susie Crowler, who is the CEO of the Guild of Letting Management. Thank you for joining me today, Susie. What implications does ROPA and regulation have on the lettings and the state agency industry? Talk to me. It's very wide-reaching, and I think that even though the majority of letting agents and people that work in the housing sector think they understand what the implications are going to be. Uh, it's vast. So I look at it from a very different perspective. I look at it from the point of view of three disciplines, but in fact there are more. Uh, the regulation of estate agents, the regulation of block managers, and the regulation of letting agents and encompassed into that is property management. So that they're the three disciplines that we generally work with. Then on top of that you've got right um, build to rent, regulation of build to rent, regulation of rent to rent. So whilst the impression that is given by trade press and lots of different organisations that this is going to be a very quick fix and a quick thing to put together, it's actually a lot more complicated than that. Is it just as simple as taking a level three and a level four exam and everything's mm, cushy? No, no. I think what the what the working group is working on at the moment, the ROPA working group, and I'm our organisation is not part of that. Uh, there are ten organisations that all have an input into uh, the working group. They're currently working on the code of practice and the regulator. So there's lots of speculation as to who, which organisation um, would or could or should be the regulator. So I think that's the starting point. Once that is in place, then they'll look at enforcement, they'll look at uh, the base requirement for qualification. So it's, it's not as simple as people think it is. It's not just about a level three, level four qualification. For example, we don't have a syllabus yet. So do you think people should be taking level three and level four qualifications at the moment or might not they be appropriate? I think that, um, for example, I've said that I, I work predominantly um, with, with my team in lettings and property management, block management. So the majority of, of people that I work with agents on an individual basis have already they're either already qualified um, and or they are in the process of becoming qualified but that I would say is in the minority that still is not something that the whole industry is doing they're not kind of moving forward really fast because things may change we don't know so I don't think it's a bad thing to start looking at qualification becoming qualified but you must remember that the, the government, with the input of ROPA and the discussions that are had, may change the goalposts. So, for example, one of the things that's been discussed is that every single person is uh, face, uh, customer facing and dealing with the day to day of an agency, letting agency, for example, has to have a level three. But that may change. So we, we don't know. You really think that Floss, the 22-year-old lettings neck, is going to have to go to level four? Level four, no. Level three, possibly. 
but I have my own opinions on this. Um, I've spoken to a lot of directors, for example, who are not hands-on day-to-day. You know, they oversee the business, but they're not involved day-to-day. And they're being told, hypothetically at the moment, that they will need to be qualified to a level four if they deal with lettings, if they deal with a state agency, possibly if they deal with both. As a trainer um, and a facilitator of learning, I don't think that's practical. I don't think that that's a, a positive. And the same applies to the person that comes in, let's say, every other Saturday to do viewings. Does that mean they need to be qualified to a level three? So I think that, that as far as I'm concerned, the, the jury is still out as to does the qualification apply to every single person in England who works in an agency, albeit part-time, full-time, at level three? And do directors in all those disciplines, for example, if you have somebody that is a letting agent and they work on a state agency and they're a director, do they have to do both level fours? And a level four is not you know, a very simple, straightforward no, qualification. No, I've heard some people say, oh, I'll just go and take the exam and see how I get on. Yeah, it's, level four is not like that. Maybe level three, and I've looked at lots of different versions of level three, but level four is not, is not a quick fix So basically all. what you're saying is you, the jury's still out on whether everyone should be level three or level four, and your, it is your opinion that is it right for someone to be level four when they basically are an estate agency boss with a lettings department? I don't think it is. I don't think it serves a purpose. I do on the front end. Most definitely. Okay, who, okay, so if we've got a situation, because again, most estate agents have a lettings department. You know, you know what we, you know what a state agency boss is like. They're not very good at, at lettings, they, but they, they just do it because it's a cash cow. Yes. Yeah. Should there be someone in that organisation with a level four qualification in lettings? Um, I mean, I'd I'd say yes, but it doesn't have to be a director. I think what what the I've, I've read the minutes of the ROPA meetings and when you focus on, when they focus on the qualification side, if you read the detail, they're still not sure as to whether we go down the route of Scotland, where it's one person who works in agency, whether it's lettings or sales or block management, and then is qualified to a level three, the equivalent is the level six in Scotland, or we go down the route in um, Wales, where everybody that works in agency has to have done some training and passed the test. So I think what will happen in England, because you know, you're looking at a much, much wider demographic in terms of numbers, it's got to be somewhere in the middle. Do you think, do you think the gap between level three and level four is too wide? It's almost th- level three, Anyone, you know, could pass it without any much, much revision. But level four is too high. Um, a level four is three hundred and twenty hours of learning. You know, I, I've, so, I've I've spoken with estate agents, but the principle's the same. Who are in their late fifties and said, if you think yeah. I'm doing the exam, I'm going to leave the I'm going to leave the industry. I've been told that. I've been told that by a lot of people. They've said, I'm not doing this. But if it's a mandatory requirement, what do you do? And I think that, that that element, you know, there's talk about grandfathering, if you've been in the industry X amount of time, should you have 
the ability to go through and be grandfathered through, I don't think that's a possibility. It's been talked about, but that you know there is a big okay. difference between level three and level four. Hopefully, they can come up with level three and a half. How does that sound? Interesting. Okay. Definitely. Well, thank you for your time today, and I look forward to talking to you about other subjects about the lettings and the state agency thank you, industry. Chris. Thank you, Susie. Thank you.